Test drive the new Flare S Swoop Bike by MobQuest Swoops and Speeders. With its smooth ride and tight handling, you can explore any planet with the most pleasant ride. Rip through the forests of Endor or the dunes of Tatooine. Just make sure to avoid freeze or raiders. Absolutely, and with the low interest rates and personal financing, you can glide home with no credits down. I was able to test drive one the other day, and let me tell you, my back didn't ache, and I felt like I could almost make the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. It was that fast. Aren't parsecs a unit of measurement for distance, not time? Not in this universe. Go check out the new Flare S Swoop Bike and tell them Clinton McClunky sent you. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I need a good cup of gel. Yeah, we fly night and day, and we need the energy to keep going. But I can't have my Java Java without my long life milk. Creamy and sweet. It is the exact thing to perfect any morning beverage. Don't forget, you can find it at any local food stop. It isn't hard to find due to its blue patented color. Oh yeah, blue milk. Bantha milk. I don't care what you call it. It's the same great color and taste. If it's for you, it's gotta be blue. Lifelong milk is obtained by Bantha Milking Farms. No Bantha is harmed during the extraction process. Do not get long-like milk on your skin. If you do, please do not attempt to remove it as it will not come off. Skin grafts are required to remove blue milk and it is not a valid source of nutrition. You should drink 32 ounces of water after consuming blue milk. Please drink responsibly. Last time on the adventures of Clinton McClunky, Clinton McClunky finished their Sea Rock Cruiser and even discovered the advantages of back to tanks. Our heroes now face their biggest challenge yet. We now continue with Clinton McClunky in Mistaken Identity. Well, once again, we're at the mercy of this new republic and forced to transport unregistered Tybana gas to, once again, the new republic. At least we get to use the CR-90. Let's hope this one's been flown recently. I can't do another slew of updates. Not going to be a problem. I ripped out the manufacturer systems update board and added a bypass so the ship won't even know it's gone. Nice, because there is no way we were using the Sea Rock. However, it does seem the more legit we get, the more illegal things we were being forced to do. What's worse, it wasn't even Sean the recommended us this time. This time, it was the freaking dead man. I'm not dead yet. Seems that way. Yeah, if I faked my own death, it would be so I could live on an island somewhere and drink all the alcohol I want. Not re-enlist to the opposing side during a war. Well, do what you love, and you never work a day in your life. Besides, the Empire was falling, and it isn't the best idea to travel at an Imperial Lambda shuttle. Plus... Our travel agency dried up, and I needed work. You know what? We seem to always be at war, and not just in one place, but, like, amongst the stars. No, not again. I am not discussing your horrible movie idea. Star Wars! It's almost as if we were from a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, yeah, that's good. I'm adding that in. Oh, God help me. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da
Patrick. I'm Padre. And today we are discussing the very missions that you oh so love from first edition and then they were abandoned much like you know everything else in X-Wing. I mean no we're staying positive I'm sorry. Um, yeah right. <laughs> yeah sure. Don't no, forget. Patrick, uh, they, you forgot something. They were, you forgot something. What? You forgot something. Uh, no you gotta build up then you do the thing and no, then you say and no. we have a special guest today. We've been doing I this forever. Do it oh, oh my god my. we always do it that way. Alright fine we're gonna leave him hanging in the breeze. No, not hanging in the breeze. He's been right. We've been talking with him for 45 minutes before we started this episode. <laughs> But they don't know that. Okay. Oh man! Like, have you ever done up to it? Yeah, building up to it. There you go. Building the suspense. It's easy. Well, they know now who it is. I don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. I don't know who's this guy. (laughs) They all remember. Anyway, so we were uh, we were put in charge by ourselves to update these uh, missions from the first edition you know those little packets that you used to get in your x-wing first edition you know when they put in the effort um and (laughs) it wasn't it was actually spaceman biff that asked can you guys do the cr90 mission first and so we reached out to shuttle tidarian yes they're still they're still around they're still kicking they you guys are are. yeah i guess you are because you're here (laughs) yeah please welcome the one, the only, Jim Chadwick on the Chadwick forums. Hey, I can't say Captain Jim Chadwick because the shuttle to Deerium is no more. But uh, hey, you're just retired. You're, yeah. you're Captain retired. R E T F. What is it like a Marine? Like you're never, you're never a former Marine. You're never former Captain. Once well, I can just say Jack Sparrow. I can say Captain, but um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of idiots. Or I'm sorry. There's a bunch of people wondering who is this idiot because they haven't listened to the old podcast because it's been a bit since we since the pandemic killed us off. But um, like, who is the shuttle? What? No, they know who you are. You were killed off because you were transporting parts to some imperial thing. And we we came and delivered the parts and like everyone was sad and we had a funeral. It was a whole ordeal for Clinton McClunky. (laughs) All right. And then we found out you faked your all you guys faked your own deaths. (laughs) You know, I'm so glad you guys actually, you know, did do the podcast because I I listened to all the podcasts, but I, I just got – and I, I'm not a bad player, but I got bored with, like, the tournament play, and I just wanted to add, like, different input to the game. And I knew a lot of casual players, and I just kept waiting because there there's always, like, a million and one X-Wing podcasts, and I kept waiting for there being a not-tournament-oriented another X-Wing podcast because, I mean – whatever we were just a bunch of idiots babbling about and no one else did it they're like oh that's your shtick and i'm like yeah but tournament gaming everybody does and i was really surprised i'm so glad you guys actually started doing some you know different way of gaming so i'm pretty i'm pretty some, pleased i'm a surprised that not more did so that, some odd things oh well no so that's why we originally started or at least you know when i did it i was like i'm so sick and tired of hearing the same narrative and you have to take this ship and you have to take these upgrades and it always has to be xyz and if you don't you're an idiot and i'm just like no i like this ship stop calling it dead on arrival that's not how this game is supposed to work yeah. it's yeah it is meant for a certain situation yes the z95 might not be the top tier at the time but guess what in hotak it's fun and in these other epic missions they're 
amazing when you fly them in a squad. And it, nope, dead. Don't buy them. They're used. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, and then I, I listen to you guys, which I think even to this day, even though your your podcast isn't on the Podbean anymore, it was the most downloaded channel for all of X-Wing. Everybody no listened to Shuttle Tidarium. No way. Really? Yeah, yeah, your really Podbean was. had like 70,000 downloads. Wow. <laughs> now he knows. Okay, you really yeah. didn't pay attention. <laughs> I think yeah. we'll get like two and a half downloads, two and a half thousand downloads an episode at the height there, which is pretty cool. And you guys put out over a hundred episodes. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I was half drunk half the time. It's, we were rambling so much. How dare you? I don't know. Well, <laughs> filthy casuals. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. When you had to put on your, your, your professional cap, your, you know, your gaming cap. You knew exactly what you're saying. You're like, no, yeah, I used to be in the top tier tables. I remember being, you know, at the top table here or winning this tournament over here because it was, I knew what to do, but it was boring. It was the <laughs> same thing. Every tournament, it wasn't worth my time. And so, there was a, a local guy who really wanted to recruit me to the Crate Cup for, for his team. Oh, and um, and I, I did I did join him and I went. There was one game I bombed, but the rest of them did at least okay. And we were like there were like seven teams tied for seventh place. Jeez. Oh, and they decided to like you know, decide who gets it by Smash Brothers, which I didn't yes. know anything about. And we had our all which was Cuban boy, who totally was like just off around the corner and didn't realize and he's like a you know, plays the game. Yep. And so we didn't get in the 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 top tier or whatever because uh you know we didn't win smash brothers but <laughs> but like i did well you know and everyone's just like oh i'm surprised this you know jim chadwick guy actually did well i thought he was a casual player it's like <laughs> for those of you, just, who you, mean when you casual you dirty bastard <laughs> just, just because i play casual doesn't mean i don't know how to play the game competitively <laughs> So that's like the other great thing is when you broaden your horizons in a particular game, you unlock other parts of the game for yourself rather than just every week you plug in another podcast that repeats the same thing over and over. Right. And and, uh, but there's a guy, Blake McKenzie, who was a local here. And uh, he he went on and was you know on the leaderboards and was really well and uh, super nice guy. And he he learned to play like on my kitchen table. Yeah. And um, we. It yeah, he played, he played a lot with Bert Nims, yep. uh, Nims and Berto and Nims. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those those are all local guys. Uh, they yeah. were more like the other side of town. But um, but with with Blake, he learned to play against me. And there was one time uh, it'd been a while I played against him, and he totally didn't fall off from my bumping because I, I always had like a bunch of cheap people and then a couple of elites. And he totally didn't fall for my bumping. And I was like, oh, I, I would have thought you fell for it. He's like, oh, Jim, I know you. I picked up your your tricks. I've had people say, how the hell did you get that bumping? How did you get it done so right? And he, he said, I would always say, I played against Jim Chadwick. You know, I heard about bumping. So. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I haven't heard from Blake in a long time. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, he ended up moving and getting a assistant manager job or manager job with the company he's with. And oh. I think he recently kind of moved back. But um, I haven't been in the X-Wing, so I haven't really caught him. But he's a freaking one of the nicest guys out there. Yeah. Super nice guy. Oh, yeah. He was part of the OCX crew for a bit. Yeah. yeah we were chatted up all God, day. I, I talked with Birdo probably 
Oh, I want to say about a month and a half ago, I was chit-chatting with Birdo. I call him up every once in a while to see if he's still breathing and all that kind of stuff. Seen him forever. And Nims, he would always get a bit... Oh. I remember I he played like... You know, he was always a, a copy-paste list builder. He was like, this is the hottest shit. I'm just going to follow the hottest shit and play it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and when I remember beating him, he would always get be like, God damn it, this is supposed to be good. Rr, rr. Yeah. He, he he was the salty one. Yes, he was very was. salty. Always salty. I'm never salty. Nice guy, but he was salty about the game. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to know their opinions now if they ever got back into it. <laughs> they haven't. I know they haven't. You know what? We'll get them back into it. And we'll start the dark channel. Like <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think you're gonna get Berto back anytime soon. Zombie He's games. a little too busy right now. That's what we'll do. Zombie yeah, he was young guy with kids and all, much like somebody else probably. But well, he he made a decision. Him and but Nims both did. It's like you know their channel was taking up so much time, and they had to put out so much content. Yeah, what's that to, like? They had the, the the token thing going on. And and yeah. everything was going and going and going and going and, and it was he was just like, I got a family. I want to be there for the kids. Yeah. And he made yep. the decision, and so did Nims, and they got out. And I applaud him for it because you know you can only be you know a, a dad once. True. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to say that I have utterly sidetracked this conversation in this podcast no, about the topic, which I normally do in my, you know, when it was my own podcast. Who cares? Because I was, I could sidetrack it. I want, but I just realized that I'm the guest, and I freaking like no. we just were like going through the woods, you know, through the swamp this for is, the past five minutes. This is what People happens just when like, we don't, don't meet up at Gen Con for our yearly conversations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so okay, <laughs> all okay, right. I guess I will we'll bring steer us back. Well, you are the captain right. of the ship, by the way, Robert. So you All have right. to steer us. Let us let us discuss the missions. Yeah, what do we do? What is this? <laughs> okay. Let's get into the issues we ran into converting well, the We gotta start the scenarios. We gotta okay, so this is the CR ninety uh point of no return missions to where right. you take a CR ninety, you go through a string of missions. Uh, there's about, or not about, there are six of them. You start with mission one, and depending on... But you're only going to play four. Yep. Uh, you, depending on whether you win or lose, tells you what path to take to what mission. And then depending on how many missions you win or lose, adds to your benefit or not benefit at the last mission. And it's great, because it's now up to second edition, because it was in first edition, and it was not touched. Um, you now... Yeah, you can play this in 2.5 if you really want to, just... Put a little, or move the zeros out of uh, the points and just go by that instead. So if it says two, now, what? Wasn't this even the first epic ship? Like, it yeah. could have been the GR-75, uh, yeah. but I think it was the CR-90. Yeah. No, this and was... for those who don't know the CR-90, that, of course, is Princess Leia's Corellian Corvette mm-hmm. that we see. That's massive, that we see. That's so cool until the Imperial Star Destroyer comes in. And we're like, <laughs> oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah. and oh, man, this was, I'm not going to lie. Biff helped out a lot. He did a lot of play testing for us. So good. Um, I did consult you, Jim, even though you probably don't remember. Um, we had lots of, <laughs> we had lots of play testers. Um, we had, oh man, you can go into our discord and check out all the nonsense that we did and had to change. I've included the same cover sheets for it. So you know exactly what kits you might have to buy in order to participate in this with a friend basically how to set it up what you have to do after each mission 
uh, restrictions and stuff like that because you can't take like Wedge Antilles and on certain missions you can't take any special upgrades. It has to be generic everything. And yeah, I, this was, this was, I'm not gonna lie. The fact that Jim's here right now, I'm giddy because this is exactly why we did this because this is my like, oh, this is the whole reason I got into X-Wing to do things like this. Um, but yeah, but now you can take it away, Robert. <laughs> Are you sure? You, no, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Here's the issues that we ran into when converting over. The ship itself dial changed. <laughs> From first to the second edition. Yeah. yeah. So so we had to try to do something to deal with that. And one of those things was increasing the mat size. And then, you know, in all the playtesting, you know, we had the CR90 here. And then we're like, oh, let's move it back a little bit. Okay, well, let's move it back a little bit more. Oh, let's try moving it back again. And then testing turn counters and adjusting shields, and uh, we finally we finally found the sweet spot where it wasn't a guarantee win for the CR ninety or loss, not a guarantee. Correct. Loss. Yeah, um, and that was yeah, that's easy to happen <laughs> because and that was hard. Well, listen, I listened to the original. <laughs> we had shuttle. to play a lot of games. Oh, we had to play a lot. I listened to the shuttle Tidariums, and they came up with one of the similar problems. Like, well, what if you just make a mad dash to the board edge? <laughs> and so that's what we did in one of the missions. And we found out that if the CR90 just five forwards the whole time, it takes X amount of turns to get off. And because of that, in the original missions, you like some of the missions you can exit forward or right. And to go right took longer. Now it doesn't. It takes the same amount to get off on either board edge. Um, so you better know how to pilot your ship. Uh, we tried staying in certain times because in certain missions you do have to. You either have to sit still or you can sit still. The option's up to the pilot. Uh, and we decided, all right, what happens if we just sit here and do nothing? And we ran different lists against each other. Oh man, it was crazy the amount of playtesting that we did. <laughs> I mean, to the yeah. point where I was just like, God, we got to play again. Yeah. Right. Jeez. I really, you I really have to. to, to really get a good depth of it. Because, you know, sometimes it's, is it, did we just get lucky in the first, you know, lucky slash unlucky in the first round or two with this situation? Like, and you're really good at, like, what if I had the same list, but I just varied things, like, you know, and I broke it up and I did this. And there's, there's a lot of things when you're, when you're actually play testing that's very aggravating, and, and part of it, one of the one of the frustrations I had with the shuttle Tadarium is the only local player I had was Jbot, <laughs> and you know it was you <laughs> playing the same mission, just the two same two people again and again, and that got old. And so you know, occasionally I'd play with somebody other than him and all that, but it it does actually take a lot of playing with the exact same stuff just to kind of give a baseline. It's hard. Oh man, is it hard? So there was also um, another point with the change. There used to be a fore and aft to epic ships. There's not anymore. It's one whole ship. So when it would say apply damage card to your aft or, you know, start with no shields on your fore. And it's like, okay, well, scrap all that. We can't do any of that. And it would be like half health used to be destroying the fore or destroying the after. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> so yeah i had to come up with or we had to come up with a whole new way to do half health on an epic ship which is almost impossible because it regenerates health 
So we made it to where it's half health if the mission ends when you're below half of the total hole and shield, it's a loss. But then if you get to five hull or less, you can't regenerate to half. It's an automatic loss then as well. So we had to come up with that. (laughs) And even when you're going through different permeations, I was looking through the notes and all. I was like, oh, you just get to do a crit. Oh, but everybody has marksmen. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, that's going to be a quick game. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, oh, as soon as it deals a face-up damage card, it's a loss for the CRN. I'm like, that's no. (laughs) Yeah, I read that and I was like, oh, we all have Hellrunner and a bunch of black, you know, you know, black squadron pilots with marksmen. I'm just like... Oh, I bet that didn't go very for long, very far. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. It it did not work, so we had to rewrite all that. Um, there was reduction and in re- uh, increasing certain squad points for rebels and imperials because now second edition and two point five have completely different structures. Um, yeah, and each one was dependent on the mission itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was no. It was not a a, a cookie cutter by any means. You know, it's like okay. If we give the rebels this many points and the empire this many points, and then see what happens, and then well, well, let's run it again and see if that happens. Well, nope. Now we got to address the points. And, <laughs> oh my god! So, and when we played, and and Jonathan Jbot didn't have like a super large collection, and he always relied upon me. And so he he was like, well, let's just you know, just translate the points wise, and you do that. To those missions, instead of saying using Tie Fighters, it's like oh, instead of you know Hal Runner and you know five or so Tie Fighters, you say Tie Interceptors or throwing a Tie Bomber with a Proton Torpedo. Like I was reading that, I was just like Jesus Christ, that's gonna be a very quick game. <laughs> like you know, you, you, even a Plasma Torpedo, which is even less harsh, but still, yeah. So when you when we did that, there was a lot of a lot of um, replacement of points and such, because I mean, that came out pretty early in the, in the, in the waves. And then we were playing much later when we were doing those missions, there were a lot more ships and things that just made things much deadlier. And the CR 90 tended to melt when we, yeah. we did. And that was the first mission was the, the craziest to play test because either it was always almost 50, 50, as soon as, uh, Biff came up. He goes, "Why don't we just do five Tie Fighters?" Uh, and in a the new wing tool, by the way, so you have to oh, fly them in a wing. Tool. So you have to get used to that. Oh, and all of a sudden, God. it went to basically fifty fifty. You either have a fifty fifty chance of winning or losing, basically because it all it like. I gotta ask, what the hell's wrong with the wing tool? Nothing's wrong with the, the wing, wing tool. The wing That's tool a... is a blessing. It's amazing. I love the wing it tool. Is... Do not get me wrong. Do not, Jim, don't get me wrong. I think that the wing tool is a fantastic tool. I really do. I swear to you. I think it's brilliant that they came up with it. Why? What do you think is wrong with it, Jim? the butt. Where's the butt? Bring the butt in. The, the, the butt is, is if you are not using a wing tool and your opponent is using a wing tool and the ships start doing things that newtonian physics can't keep up with and it's compounded and you hate to play against it but on the inside you're going yeah that's freaking awesome 
because you, you have this dichotomy going on inside of you. It's, it is a true love-hate relationship. If you're playing it, oh, what a wonderful thing it is. If you're playing against it, oh, I hate that so much, but it's so cool. So when, when I first got on the X-Wing, it was like 2012, like fall, you know, end of 2012. It was this new game. It's supposed to be That's really good. Everybody was loving it. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not playing a new game. It's in one of these new games. I'm going to play like, you know, I'm playing Warhammer. Where are <laughs> the battle. I'm going to play this like I have for the past 13 years. Another new game. Nah, nah. And I went to a tournament and like I freaking like did horrible and I hated it. And it was like one of those I was not playing a powered list and. I just, it just, I did badly and I was just so <sighs> deflated. And then um, there's a guy who did a podcast for Warhammer stuff and he had the starters. Like, let's try this. I'll play Luke Skywalker and with R2-D2, you play these two schmuck TIE fighters. Like, sure. I freaking killed him by turn four. He was, <laughs> Luke was gone. Luke was dead. I was just like, <sighs> I get this. I get that, like, the planar dimensions and the guessing your opponent and, like, whatever it was, it was just, like, the Matrix. He's, like, clicked. There is no spoon. And I was, like, fuck Warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's basically what happened. And I, I'm, I'm, I, I liked, I'm good at a lot of the aspects of X-Wing. And wings can make you do so many cool shit and bypass oh yeah like, oh i'm in an asteroid field i don't care because like my one lead guy goes everyone else just goes okay boss yeah it follows them it's it's beautiful if as long as you 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 know you position yourself so you're not gonna screw your cohort you know i love it. it's like it's amazing oh it's yeah, nice yeah. that's no like i said i think the wing tool is a is a marvelous idea a fantastic thing to, to have but when you're playing against it you know, there's a part of you that just hates it while inside you're going, yeah, that's actually but, cool. So that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was one of the things we wanted guys... to do, though. We wanted to force people to use the wing. Because yeah. I don't know about Epic players, but I remember seeing mentions and comments of, I don't use wings, I don't want to use the wing tool. I'm like, you need to use the wing tool. A, it makes yeah, the yeah, game, yeah. yeah, makes the game go super yeah. fast, and it makes yep. your list much better. <laughs> Yeah, so, yes, exactly. are good. Exactly, and, and it's it was, in the rules. It was we made hard it. to play against. So I mean, we the wing tool I think helped out the scenario. It did by far. Yeah, because I, I think it was it was Jim. It's radical and different enough to to add a, a flavor into that that mission, but you know. It, you're thinking, oh, this can't be uh, overcome until you overcome it. And then you go, oh, yeah, I got you. You know, it added that much to it. And I, I really, like I say, I had a, a love-hate relationship with it. But I'm glad we put it in. Yeah. So, like, uh, we found out the first mission was 50-50. So, you know, don't get upset if you lose the first mission. Because either the CR-90 is going to completely wipe out those TIE fighters just by rolling like a god. Or it's going to miss everything, and the Tie Fighters are just going to beat the piss out of the CR ninety. <laughs> or, or play best two out of three, really. Well, or, or the back end of your CR ninety is going to turn into the wind and crush the list. Yeah, they could also fly over the rest of the uh, the squad, yeah. which can it because does crush them and kill them. Because oh yeah, CR ninety has a big old ass on it, and when it swings, it swings hard. 
Yeah. Um, so that yep. mission is just to get you started, just to learn the rules and the lay of the land, and then it'll throw you into two different missions, which is the refueling ambush, where you, you can sit and refuel if you'd like, or it's emergency repairs, which is the one where you've lost, and that one's a little bit harder. What is my cat doing? Get out of here. My cat's going nuts. Um, where if you lost, it really throws you into some trouble, and it'll it'll show it to you, so you got to dig yourself out. You have to flee off one of the neutral areas. You've got to... Um, the first two rounds, you it doesn't move. It just sits there. And during the activation oh, yeah. rounds, yeah, it, it still can shoot and still take actions, but it's it can't re it can't do anything really. Yeah, but that refuel station is explodable, so so yeah, uh, this that yeah. we found it was like really pointless. You could shoot it, you could blow it up, but the CR ninety, if it decides to take off, it's it was like it, at the beginning it was two defense, seven health. Which in first edition X Wing, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because you had things that could just roll four hits. Now trying to kill seven hull with the two defense is pretty difficult. So we made it two defense and five health. So it, you know, if someone just sits there, decides to sit there and refuel it, uh, you know, yeah, that thing could easily blow up, and then you roll five, uh, four dice, and anything within range two of it takes. Yeah. Jonathan four dice. blew it up and hit my ship. And a couple of my little small ships. It was pretty ugly. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's got issues with gaining energy. So, oh, man. And that's the, it used to be to where you could regain energy with the CR-90 by what maneuver you selected. The slower you went, the more energy you would get, uh, depending on the dial. This one is you just recover two energy, two shields every turn. So that huh. completely changed the scenario around. We're like, okay, yeah. so this thing in this mission, the refueling, it doesn't gain any energy because it has those tokens on it that keep it from gaining energy. But the um, emergency repairs, it still gains energy, and it regenerates shields every turn, which is it makes them really either tough or uh, you're just like, oh great, yeah, no, I'm on fire. Let me retake my two shields real quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But yeah, I the Jesus. <laughs> so, Captain, I have to officially request something. Um, if I needed to refill my beverage, mm -hmm. what's the official protocol aboard your ship? Oh, uh, for us, you say I need a beer, and then you get up and you go get one. Yeah, we but take a now. Work. I'm gonna put a commercial break back. right here. I'm gonna put yeah. yeah let's put a, let's put a commercial in there, and then we can all take bio breaks and get beer. Exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Are you tired of having to carry all of your cards from table to table? Are you sick of setting up 30 or more cards every match because you just can't go without all the things? Well, don't work, Patrick. You now can go to infinitearenas.com. There you can create, customize, and condense lists into easily printable cards. Well, what if I like Hotak or Flight Group Alpha and need to add upgrades that don't normally go on my ships? Like I said... Fully customizable. You can even order quick build cards, add your own art. The sky is the absolute limit. I mean, that sounds amazing. What was that site again? InfiniteArenas.com. We're back. I don't want to just. We're back from now. The <laughs> I don't. I've got a story that I want to tell you guys, but save it for the end because I don't want to distract from the the actual content got of it. your. 
You're definitely so good. It's good, but I don't want to, you know, let's get to the actual meat of the episode. Well, now I'm back and I've got liquor, so we're good. I'm all set. Okay, all is good. I don't even know her. I hardly even knew her. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we've been talking about, oh yeah, we're back from our commercial break. Uh, We've been talking about the first couple of missions. Um, The next two are 3A and 3B, which is Punch It and Satellite Uplink. Um, We did not get to play Punch It. I more than like twice i think that was the only one where it worked it it was fine we're like okay we're good uh but that was like with hyperdrive cards and spending energy to load up the card and shooting them off and stuff like that it's it's fun i don't recommend it if you're already losing because it is a difficult one to win um yes it is we did test the heck out of satellite up uplink because that was fun yeah that's that was yeah, that's five satellites on the board. I can e- the Imperials can either go after the satellites or the CR ninety. Um, I found out that plasma torpedoes are awesome. <laughs> he was expecting to be go after the satellites, and I said, "Oh no, no, no! Everything, and I do mean everything, is going right at your CR ninety. I'm launching nothing but plasma at you to get rid of all those shields." And then I just started hammering down on his hull, and my tactic worked because he was not expecting that. <laughs> Nope, not at all. Oh, but if you plan for that, you'll you you'll do well. But it's right. It's a decision you're going to have to make while you're thinking about building your list and also preparing against your opponent and whatever they bring. So, like, as much as people think, because I remember you guys were talking about it. It's like, oh, this is so one-sided. You know, this is you. Like, we tried really hard to make it as balanced as possible for both parties involved. Uh, and we did. Well, there is a curve, I believe, on the losing end. So if you're in one of the B missions, you're going to have a hard time as a rebel. If you're in the A missions, you're going to have a difficult time as the Imperials, because those are the winning and losing sides after the first mission. You know, as as the earlier missions and as the game went on, keeping that balance in was really hard to do when you when you had open lists, because... It was it was a lot harder to actually plan all the crazy crap that you could do <laughs> for these you know for these missions. It was it was really hard. Um, and in fact, even I, I actually got paid to write an article for FFG about doing missions. I, that. I forgot about that. I just just remembered that. Um, to to even then, I got some of the details wrong because. The, all the special characters with all the special things, there's always something that like you don't think you quite got right, or the rules are slightly different than what you think it is. And it's one of those that's it's very hard to actually not even just get the, the mission right, but even get the rules right sometimes. It's a little absurd, a little crazy, all the things you can do. Oh, there was one time where Robert and I play tested the mission, or we were about to, and then we we were like three turns in, and I said, we, we screwed up. He goes, well, I'm like, we started the CR-90 too far forward. You're going to be off the edge in by turn four, and it's not supposed to be that way. He goes, oh, crap, you're right. So <laughs> we, screwed, we got so angry, I flipped the, vir- the vir- virtual oh, table. God. I was like, I'm, we'll try again next week. I don't care. I was so angry. Do you know how many times that we would play and, like, Jonathan, J-Bot be like, whatever, man, what are we doing? You tell me. What's the scenario? I don't care. I don't, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> and, like, it was that to me, AD boy, to, like... <laughs> You know, come up with the rules and get it right and accurate. And Jesus, it's so many times we'd play. We're like, yeah, this wasn't right. And Phil be like, um, 
you guys realize you play a complete core component of that entire mission wrong. We're like, oh, fudge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's half our episodes. But that, exactly. It's getting it wrong so you don't have to. <laughs> right. If we had to come up with a tagline for it, getting it wrong so you don't have to. Because we were getting it wrong all the time. It was like, it was J-Bot 9. J-Bot didn't give a damn. And, and so it was me trying to get it right, which was a few dollar attempt. So. Okay, so that would be Patrick. And I would be J-Bot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so you would definitely catch us in the wrong sometimes. You're like, no, that doesn't sound right. I'm like, hold on, let me read this again. And it's, ah, oh, nuts, you're right. That's wrong. Um, or we would actually play the rules correctly and we're like, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work at all, a matter of fact. And we would have to rewrite it again and again. Oh, man. But dude. it took us forever and a day i could tell you how long it took us because everything was documented in our discord channel if you want to pop in there anybody no, I don't. and I you don't can see it so it was i, don't I just know that I, I i aged you aged i want to you guys ever make up your own shit so i did it was a quick one um because we're not gonna i don't want to get into making missions just yet but i did make one um it was when the um mandalorian ship came out and i created a prison break one and it's cool you're the lone ship you're up against uh, a few x-wings but there are these satellite or sensors that are moving around and you have to get around them and dock yourself with the ship once you do some x-wings fly in and try to blow you up and you have to flee off the board edge um but it was just like a quick scenario with some generic upgrades and loadouts i think i made zero I don't know if I actually made it to where you have to take zero. Um, but it was something quick and simple. I even made like a printout of the uh, prison ship to where you could print it on a piece of paper, tape it together, and put it on the table and play. Um, like, you know, the way they used to do X-Wing ships. It used to come with a mission. <laughs> yeah. And teach you how to play the damn thing and explain rules and stuff like that. Um, you know, one of the, one of the best things we did was our store had a lot of terrain and stuff. It was, you know, it's a, it's and it's still there. It's a fantastic store. But um, they had, like, a lot of 40K material. And we got, like, a 6x8 desert board that was all done in the desert. And he had enough, like, mountains and rocks and hills. And, and we built, like, a beggar's canyon. Okay. And we just built this, like, whole crap ton table. And we threw, like, oh, there's some cargo that crashed in the middle. We're all four factions trying to get the cargo. And you have to, like, get the cargo and get off a different corner than the one you started from. And we freaking had a blast with that. It was all down to, like, some guy, like, boosted with this A-wing and rammed into the walls. We're like, let's make us rules for wall crashing. We just kind of made it up on the fly, made it this whole thing. And, like, it was freaking awesome. We had a great time. It was was brilliant. And it it really doesn't matter the game, whether it is X-wing. Uh, whether it's World of Tanks, whether it is Flames of War, War at Sea, blah, blah, blah. You pick your miniatures game, and you have all these components. And who says you have to follow the rules? Make your own homebrew. And that is the, the fun part, I think, in all of these miniature games. Especially, you know, like, let's face it. Okay, everybody got excited about Trench Run when AMG 
is doing a trench run. Mm. Okay, well, you guys are a day late and many dollars short. It, it's been there, done that, and done better. Yeah. Remember how By you guys remember how it used to be where they would come out with stuff and then everyone else would make a better version <laughs> of it. And now it's now we're going to go back. So uh, I, I I'm not I'm excited to play the trench run, but I, I've seen the real deal. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, there better be turrets. There's no turrets. There better be no turrets. Oh, there's no turrets. I used to do trench run at my game store. I'd printed out the thing and like we'd even have like a. A drop down, like it was even like plexiglass to to put you. So like we had a drop down with with the actual trench. So I remember these board. guys at Gen Con who did this big tr- trench run thing. <laughs> they had a huge like three day event going on, and 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 it was Shut huge. Show us idea. Yeah, yeah. It was. In fact, I think we 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 recorded the entire thing and put it up on our channel. Not no. no well, we did the uh, org org rim, but we didn't do the uh, trench. No, run. we didn't do trench run. We did the org. Did the trench. It wasn't org set up rim. that year. That's why. Because uh, the guy couldn't lend it or get it there or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. The battle for org none or something org like rim. that. Damn it. <laughs> But Jim, so, could, Jim could tell us. Yeah, he could. He was there. <laughs> uh, just some guy. Exactly. So just, just we guy. started this beer in his backpack. Just the CR ninety missions. Uh, I my first attempt at it was December twenty first, two thousand twenty one. So it's taken this long to get it up to snuff, and so a year and a half. It took us a year and a half. Yep. Um, we've done missions one through four from the original x-wing packs so you can actually go there there's i made it to where you could play right out of the core set of 2.0 you could play your own game and you can um play a 200 battle against each other as well as the other two missions that came in the original pack so you can play right out of the core set or you can play uh, a 200 point or a 20 point battle against each other and those have their own rules and are are fun as hell but yes, to answer your question, we plan on making our own missions. <laughs> yes, because why not be stupid? Well, yeah, I'd ra- immediately I want to redo the trench run. I want to make it to where there's goddamn turrets in there. Well, yeah. there's already the rules for that from the there was a first edition version. Someone made like a second edition version, you know, and I think we messed. We made like a second edition version of it, at least I think based upon the first edition and etc yeah but it's pretty good like yeah we did i mean we freaking made a mario kart x-wing oh and god yeah like oh, mario, mario kart x-wing was a freaking blast that was great hunger games x-wing that was a lot of fun actually one of the the drag at um gen con just a lot of people because just so much random crap it was hysterical yeah um, base is high like that is the equivalent of we need to get out of playing an actual 200 point match or standard. I need something in my life. And aces high is now like kind of the answer. Yeah. No, we had like actual hunger games. We had every round. There was like a bunch of these game master rules that threw in and threw effects. And, and there was all, it was, it was utterly nuts. It was not just aces high. We actually had this like whole scenario, this whole thing that was hysterical and um, nuts and everything like went, not so crazy it was a lot of fun oh, they all are um I'm, oh yeah the last note so and i know uh i if mark Tippett was here he'd be like i don't care um <laughs> but 
I, I going and redoing all these old missions. Everything is he, him, <laughs> basically the guys. So I changed it all to where it says they or there or them um, instead of he, because there are females who do play this game. Um, I just I found that weird that it was all male pronouns throughout the oh, entire mission. You're just like Disney and you're destroying the Star Wars <laughs> with your woke. Like, come on, really? Like, really, dude? Like, Princess Leia was a strong female character, but you've suddenly, like, got a female character, you know, 50% of the population in a freaking movie and you're suddenly all butthurt about it and you're calling who is Snowflake? Yep. Exactly. Because I don't want change. I want there to be some teenage kid who gets discovered and turns into his own Sue or Mary Sue or whatever the hell you call it. Luke wasn't a Mary yeah, Sue. Yeah, yeah. He knew what he was. Yeah, okay. A couple, a couple blocks of lightsaber. All of a sudden, he can shoot a proton torpedo right into the down. All you gotta say is, yeah. <laughs> look, buddy. Doesn't matter if you voted for Palpatine or not, but you gotta support the troops. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, oh you my god, support. you snorted. I did because that was funny. I'll leave it in. I don't mind editing it out. All right. Um. Okay. We do have questions. I don't know if you're gonna be able to answer them, Jim. What were the original missions like from first edition? What were some issues that immediately stood out or blatantly one-sided, if you can re recall? Yeah. So even back when it was first edition and all, but we played later after multiple waves. And when it was not a set list of which particular ships you must take, like some of the ships, oh, I take all interceptors or, oh, I take freaking TIE bombers or I take, you know, any number of ships that could basically melt the freaking cr90 it was it was brutal it was just we had to keep playing those and it's like well okay what if you only took tie fighters it would be the final thing like <laughs> because you know they came out like the cr90 came out so early in those missions and and it just it, it was it was brutal that if you are able to openly play with those points for a lot of those missions it just kind of got downright ugly that you got crushed oh, oh my god i remember when I forget which tournament uh, Birdo and Nims was at. And they got uh, the Raider and they got the CR-90. And they were playing in their hotel room. Mm -hmm. And they played it on a three-by-three -three mat. And they did everything wrong. Exactly. As it should and be. And it was like two and a half hours of two ships circling a three by three mat, just shooting and regenerating everything and shooting and regenerating everything. And, and, oh my God. It just, oh, it just kept going. We had, going. we had a, um, um, epic tournament at, at our local game store. And I think like Jonathan and I are like, eh, whatever. Tournament. What is your local game store? Okay, so for me, um, PBKW, or Parker, Banner, Kent, and Wayne, which is, you know, three superheroes' right. secret identities. PBKW, it is like the best game store in the area because it's half comic, half game store. And I have to admit that, you know, you see comic book shops that don't make it. You see game shops that don't make it. But, like, this is a half and half, and it makes it. And... There's a large game space to play whatever games. And every Thursday, he rolls out the board games, like the 
the shelves on the rolly carts of all the free board games that you can borrow and play. And you don't have to have you don't have to buy so many games to get the table space. And he doesn't say you haven't bought enough this store. You can't play this game here anymore. And he doesn't have you can't bring in outside food. He doesn't have any goddamn rules. He's a nice <laughs> guy. And everybody loves to go to this game store. And it's the freaking best game store. The only thing is the traffic got so really horrendous. And it's on the north side of town. Well, a lot of people on the south side that it it that kind of has constricted, you know, the flow of people. But Parker Benner Kent Wayne by by Matt is the owner. He is super nice and agnostic, and it is the best game store I've ever seen for anything anywhere. And it's huge and clean and has tons of gaming space. It's just that it, you know, just don't expect the Magic of the Gathering card players to have bathed. <laughs> wait where do they that's abate? a rule where do they abate anywhere but you know you just have to expect it so how many times i've been to places to where x-wing is literally like we are ta- we're 80 deep 80 people deep and there's like three magic the gathering people and they think they own the entire row of tables and i'm just like no stop it <laughs> just stop Move. it well anyways so I think it was actually Blake, I think, who arranged to have like a uh, epic term. He's like, aren't you going to play Jim? It's epic. I'm like, it's just uh, like I had kids and stuff at that time. And I was just like, I got something going on, you know, whatever. And Jonathan j was like, nah. But Ty Punisher Jason, who friend of the podcast, at least we had, he was always one of our play testers and he loved the Ty Punisher. And like somebody else, I, I I can't remember who he's probably gonna be like. You forgot me, damn it! Oh, don't but, worry, um, he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. They went, they went with like because we played Epic, like we knew what was going on, like we had played Epic, and um, they were like, yeah, we're gonna play a Gazanti cruiser with a bunch of tie bombers and maybe like a Gazanti cruiser and a bunch of like tie interceptors, and it was like, and it was a bunch of ordnance, and it was a like a bunch of cheap ships and very cheap epic and everyone's like oh i'm gonna super overload my epic ship with a bunch of crazy and titles and gold trim and you know and they're like freaking like five tie bombers will come up and like and they won the whole tournament they like they beat everybody they won and just crushed they're like you were great man you should have been there woo so that literally happened in one of our missions to where you get Sunterfell and he's like, oh my, yeah, Sunterfell. Oh yeah, this is going to be amazing. I I flew him right up to Robert. I got my focus, my bait. I'm invincible. He one shot him right off the board. Goodbye. Good night. Yeah, Good night. Glad, glad you came. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Yeah. I did it all wrong. I clearly did it all wrong. Yeah. They put all their points into like generics, mid and low level generics with like ordnance and such, and they didn't get a bunch of crazy upgrades. Like to me, I think Hal Runner is a trap. Mm. Hal Runner is terrible. Not in a wing. Not in a wing. <laughs> He's great in a wing. <laughs> I think Hal Runner in a Tie Fighter is a bad idea. I have never enjoyed it because it it. Gets you into this whole. I have to keep Hell Runner alive, and uh, and all the bullshit goes. And you have to stay in a tight formation. It's like, what are Tie Fighters but fast, maneuverable ships? I must stay in a little formation that's predictable and totally f- with. You know, like it's Hell Runner is like the antithesis of Tie Fighters. Uh, so 
one of the missions you you have to start with damage on uh three of your tie fighters and we i was like oh that's 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 probably way outdated get that you know they don't have no those tie fighters mopped everything up if you didn't start with at least one damage on each of them Mm -hmm. so yeah put it back on put it it back on please (laughs) yeah yeah it comes down to the whole because tie fighters are so flipping maneuverable and you get them in range one they all can shoot you know it's like nim played that uh God, what was it? It was a, a scum ship that had like bombs and turrets. Captain, um, the aggressor? Nim. No, not the aggressor. Oh, what? Well, it might have been Nim. It, no, it was, if, yeah, it was if, Captain if it, Nim. Yeah, Captain yeah. Nim could do the turret and the bombs. I played with four of those. Yep. And I played with like five Tie Fighters and a Vader with, you know, one of those a bunch of like stuff and Vader that made him super. And it was like. I freaking boxed him in. I bumped him, and I got a bunch of range one shots, and and I freaking I I creamed him, and it was just like I don't know. You box someone in, you you swarm them, you you stick your guys in the, for the bumpage, and then you just rip them to shreds. And um, Tie Fighters can be goddamn vicious yeah. if you use them right, and they don't require like Hal Runner to be all all super fancy and all that. So oh yeah, right. I don't know. Robert now wants to ask this question, even though I don't know if anyone can answer it, even though we already did also answer it. <laughs> we did. I'm just horsing around with, oh, okay. with my mouth. Uh, but yeah, noticeable differences uh, from the first edition to the second edition. I mean, I think we've covered, I don't even know why I wrote the question, because we've already I think it. the significant difference is between generic pilots, just like Jim was just talking about, and neat pilots. Because... You don't take uh, generic pilots anymore. In two point five, yeah. So if when when I add onto the uh, to these sheets the points for two point five, yeah, that's going to be a problem to where you won't be able to really take generics. You can take named um, that are basically generics and try to kit them out with a certain amount of points. But in first oh. edition, go ahead. What about generics with no upgrades? You could, but I mean that means no tie bombers with missiles or bombs. No, I mean you could take interceptors. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know the whole new system. So that's old school. A, yeah, with the new system, it would, could be to where I can take three named pilots and upload them with all of the goodies plus that and a bag of chips, to where they could just be one shotting a ship every turn. Meanwhile, my generics are out there just trying to hustle and bustle and not doing anything. Yeah, see, I would have, like, one upgradable elite, and the rest of them were totally cheap generics were, like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that no more. You can. God damn it. You can, no, I mean, you, you can. You can load you out can. a TIE fighter. You could take but as many TIE fighters as you want. And just no upgrades on them, which is perfectly fine. Um, You just might run into trouble to where, you know, somebody launches a debris cloud, because you can do that now in front of your entire squad and stresses them. Uh, for a turn or issues with like multiple bombs and being able to put a bomb in the perfect spot um, and all that stuff. But uh, while and this, this is questions for Robert. This is kind of the, the final question. Uh, Robert, should you get discouraged when you lose all of your shields on your CR 90 in one turn? L U L I even put. So I'm wondering if you remember. Truthfully. The logistical side of me says no, because you get shields back. The uh, passionate, illogical side of me goes, holy crap, oh my god, you're about to lose this game. You have no shield. 
and it really messes with your mind and you can't react to that you have to just continue to play your game and and that was a hard 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 lesson for me to learn through the play testing because i didn't think it was possible if you lose your shield you're in trouble you know and and it's not necessarily that way and i felt more comfortable as time went on with losing shields and especially in trying to get the hell off of the board so that you could win the game i was pretty much let's face it and patrick will attest to this I was just like, okay, we're going to five straight and we're going to, we're, we're making the mad dash to get the hell off of the board. And okay. Lost some shields. Continue forward. Okay. <laughs> lost some more shields. Continue forward. Okay. Lost some more shields. Continue forward. And by having to do that, you're, you're really, it, the last mission, it was close. Cause that's it really exactly was. what happened. I wiped and all your shields off on the first engagement. You're like, oh, well, good game. I said, stop it. it why? I'm like, you're an epic ship. I got you on the joust. Good for me. I need to continue that onslaught, which I'm not going to be able to do because you had three E-wings flying around me, as well as your ship could just turn at any moment. And depending on what speed it is in second edition epic play, you could do a three maneuver, run me over, and that just kills a TIE fighter straight out because it does three criticals. To that ship, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and 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 I was hoping I'm I'd be like, come on, get close to me because I will turn and I will I will put that ass right into you. I will turn just for no apparent reason. Exactly, that's to do it. I have to ask though. So when you lost shields, was part of what really got to you? I mean, when you were playing, did you hear kind of in the back of your head a Scottish voice going, "Captain." Shields are doing. <laughs> oh my god! Every time. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I can't hold her together no more. She's breaking up. <laughs> There's just no more power to give you. No way am I crossing the streams? I'm not supposed to do this. Yeah. yeah. That's well, what I'll, I'll um, say to anybody though: is don't be discouraged when things don't like I me myself. I could lose like half of my ships in one fell swoop because Robert would fire his primary, destroy a ship. He'd fire his secondary, which would then get him a target lock. And then he could fire his sec, his other secondary, which if it hit me once, it added three hits to his roll. So that basically meant a dead ship. And so it was just like, I'd lose three ships in one turn. And I'm like, okay, I need to get this thing down to half health. Hey, How do your I Vader survived to the very end on that last match. Yeah, the Defender Vader that didn't come anywhere near the play. I almost did win, though. I, I had the Vader Defender, and that was even more fun because you had to... Pre- that's the final mission. The, depending on how many times you won, added these hyper points, basically. And you had to then build a list. You divide it into four groups. And then you had to put out your cheapest first, and then it went ascending after that. So, of course, Vader Defender's like 120 points. He is dead last. And when you <laughs> when you come in through a hyper point, you have to remove it. So then you're like, oh, yep, yep, I'm just coming out, ball and going. And then you realize, crap, if I put in these ships here now, they're not going to see play. And if I put my other ship there, uh, he'll get play, but it's not going to be till turn five. So, oh, my God, what do I do? 
So I brought yeah, in and my... at turn five, I'm looking at the promised land, and in comes Vader, and I'm like... I, I was five oh, straight yeah. boosting the whole time <laughs> trying to get and, there. And you almost caught up. I did, because I had a heavy laser cannon on him. I'm like, oh, don't worry, it auto-hits. He goes, how does it auto-hit? And the new Vader and the Defender is, you just spend a force and turn a blank to a hit. Doesn't, doesn't care. So <laughs> he's taking yeah, yeah. focus of eight hits, so I roll four dice. Hey, look at that, four hits. Um... So there is a lot of strategy and there can be yep. foul ups to where I literally ripped his CR 90 to shreds. And then I realized two of my units weren't going to get to the CR 90 in time. And I'm like, what do I do? And then my original first two that came on the board were already like evaporating. So it's like, yeah, Robert lost all his shields. Who cares? He had nothing left to, to continue the onslaught. Meanwhile, his shields come back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, Robert won the campaign. Uh, yeah, which is like uber rare. But hey, I'll take the win. And guess what? Yeah, he didn't take K wings, not once. What? I took. You took X wings, E wings, E wings. I took wow. E wings, and 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 Jim, let me tell you why I took E wings. Because Patrick went, you ought to take some E wings, and I'm like, <clears throat> okay. Okay. Well, it's because they target. I've lock. never flown an E-wing before. They take. Oh, they take. No, Jimbot loved the guy who, if you were in his target arc, you know, everybody who shot at you got a crit. Oh, that. Um, like, oh, geez. Uh, Garvin. Eton. It's. Uh, I think Garvin. Now it was Eton somebody, but. Oh, maybe that was in first edition. Yeah, first edition. Oh, okay. First edition. Yeah, so there, there's that guy in uh, second edition. It is uh, probably Garvin, oh, Garvin Darklighter, Dark not Dreyas. Garvin Darklighter. Yeah. That's uh, while a friendly ship performs attack. If the defender is in your arc, the attacker may change it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To a in, in first edition, it was like basically everybody, you know, you turned a, you know, you added a crit in for bonus Christmas measure or something. But, <laughs> you know, it, but so I have to say, though, um, I had so there was a I was really getting into X Wing. X Wing was a kind of like a growing game, but it was kind of hard to find. And people, you know, you couldn't actually find the ships to buy because they'd sold out everywhere. Because when it first came out, um Target had jumped in and said, We want this in every target in America. And the and FFG hadn't like planned logistically to do that. And so when they put X-Wing in every target, they totally didn't have enough for all your local game stores across the country. And the game sold out. It was hard to find. It was very frustrating early on, you know, 2012, 2013 to actually get into the game. But I remember I got in the game and I was playing and I was doing tournaments and I was, I was winning tournaments and, you know, getting the top three all the time. Um, and, the, you know, the CR90 came out and I got it. And of course, no one ever wanted to play with it no. because it was some weird version of the game. And and I was like, God damn it. I bought this goddamn thing for too much money. I am going to use it. And there was a local game convention called Mace. And it was mostly like board games and role playing games. And it was like, oh, they're always looking for people. And if you, you know, volunteer enough by running games, you know, you could get a free ticket. And I was like, God damn it. I'm going to be, I'm going to run X-Wing. I'm going to run. Like, I just had it all, whatever my ships were. And it was like, 
the CR-90 and a bunch of rebel stuff and a whole bunch of Imperial shit. And I, I would do the game and I set up like people who had never played before. And I, in fact, it was so new, like mats were so expensive and the ships were expensive. I bought a black freaking um, plastic table cover, you know, tablecloth. Yeah. And yeah. licked paint and I got paint and a paintbrush and flicked paint to do stars. <laughs> and that was my goddamn thing. And I put it and I duct taped the damn thing to a big, you know, table in, until it was three by six. And I was just like, look, rebels are here. These are the, this is how you play the game. There's these dials. And I played people who had no freaking clue what they were doing. They're like, I love star Wars. I signed up. This looks great. And like, People were like drunk or whatnot, and they played, and we just kind of like, you know, first edition played whatever shit I could throw on the table, and people were ramming into crap and getting run over and blowing stuff up, and it was awesome. And doing that, I met a guy named Jonathan (laughs) who really liked this X-Wing game, and we kind of hit it off. And he, it's J-Bot. And, and I met J-Bot because I ran this freaking random X-Wing game at a convention uh, because I spent the money on it and I wanted to use it. That's what it takes, though. That's what it takes. And it was the CR90. It was the CR90 and a bunch of cheap shit. Yeah. First edition. That's how I met J-Bot. And that got us closer to actually doing the podcast. Because that's always what happens is I've seen people walk over and go, hey, what kind of game is this? Oh, that's cool. That's nice. When you all of a sudden you have all like two mats set together and you have just fleets and epic ships whoa like their mind is completely blown that this game exists and not only is it the x-wing it's oh my god the cr90 oh my god remember that that was in the empire strikes back and oh my god i just saw that in rebels the other day try the trench run they're like yeah (laughs) like i've got i found like where you can get paper turrets Mm. You know, I've got the design for paper turrets. And people are just like, oh, people come to the games. They're like, what is this? And like, I actually, I, for years, I built the X-Wing, you know, community in my area. And so I'm the only one. I'm not the only one. But like, I really worked. <laughs> Take all the credit. Who cares? Like, I worked my ass off, particularly early on, to get stuff done and set up. And it was funny because like, and I would get people at the game store that would play and they'd buy into it and stuff. But, like, I couldn't play every game with them and stuff. And then after a month or two, they wouldn't play. And I'd see them at the game store and they're back to the board games at all. And I was just like, hey, you know, what's up? I thought, I thought you liked the game. I'm like, well, it wasn't for me. And I'm like, what the f*** are you talking about? What What's wrong? They're like, well... I didn't like playing against the tournament players. Yeah, there you they go. Just, they just, like, just want to play some ships and go pew pew, and they just want to f- curb stomp. And I'm like, yeah. And I have seen like so many players lose interest. I'd say a third of all players that like got into X-Wing quit because they don't like the tournament game they don't like the, the curb stomp mentality they just want to go pew pew and have fun well now it's kind of the reverse effects because amg is peddling to the casual and now the tournament Good. is suffering no you need the tournament Good, people yeah. you need them you need well, them on the streams and showing people uh right. like rules and stuff and i've met tournament people so i don't really mean you yeah, know, I know screw them but like all i have to say is <laughs> after years of getting from people on forums and in person where it's just like you're a filthy casual you don't know really how to play the game it's like oh <laughs> shut the f- 
maybe <laughs> once, you know, for once you're crying with your le- tail between your legs. Boo, and Hugh, buddy. So I don't know. It's just like there were a lot of assholes back oh, yeah. in the day. Oh, God, yeah. This game is about having fun. What the f- is your problem? Oh. Like, <laughs> I played a game. I brought K-Wings, lots of bombs, and this guy had whatever super list of of the of the month club and yeah. he, he he's just going to town on me and I'm just I'm just staying the course and I'm wheedling him down here, wheedling him down there, and he thinks I make a mistake and, and his buddy is helping him and telling him stuff. He's like, Oh, he can only do this and I'm like you are aware this is a tournament, right? And he's like, well, I'm not helping him. I'm like, you're talking to him and helping him. <laughs> you know, let me play the game, all right? And so I lure this guy into a false sense of security. He thinks I'm about to fly off the end of the board in a K-Wing with a bomb. Yeah, Still, yeah, yeah. What do you think I did? I dropped a bomb right on his ass, and he rolls. And he he's like, "You just killed my ship." I'm like, "Did I?" <laughs> oh, oh! I feel so horrible for you. I'm so, oh, dude. You know, hey. Oh, I win. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so pissed. Yeah. You know, he's like. that shouldn't be allowed. Bobby should be a different thing altogether. And I'm like, and I look at him like, you weren't complaining when you were just pot-shotting the hell out of me. What's the problem here? I didn't complain when you rolled three, he rolled one hit and then just magically changed everything into a hit in your car. (laughs) The only thing saving my ass was I'm driving a K-Wing. I got plenty to give. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you got those you get those uber uber competitive guys. And, I, and and there's nothing wrong with being uber competitive. Go be uber competitive in a tournament. Go have your fun and enjoy it. I'm going to be over at this table over here and I'm going to have me a beer. And <laughs> I'm going to swear at my opponent and he's going to laugh his ass off and he's going to be drinking his beer and he's going to be making fun of me and we're going to have a good time. Uh, what what did you guys used to say? Casually competitive. Yeah, yeah. And there is such a thing <laughs> oh, as being casually competitive. Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to win the game, but not at the risk of insulting your opponent. You want to have fun with your opponent. You you shake hands at the beginning of your match, and you shake hands at the end of your match, and you go, "Good game. That was a lot of fun." And that yeah. three little that three letter yeah, word, yeah. man, that was a lot of fun. Can't wait to play you again sometime, right? Here's where we are at now. Everybody, the competitive players don't know what to do right now. They're just, they're just lost. It's just like there's these tournaments. There's only there's only thirty five guys in this tournament. There used to be two hundred and seventy five oh, guys in the yeah. tournament, and it's like, yeah, what's your point? You're it's still a tournament. Go play in the tournament. Yeah, but all the people and remember how big it was and AMG's oh, yeah. killing the game. It's no, just people okay. are playing at it home. It mattered how big it was because they were on the top. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And now, you know, oh, you mean that Legion tournament had more players than you guys? 
And I, and what really what really what really chaps their asses is when they go to the tournament and there's the same amount, if not more, armada tables going on at the same time. And then they're just like X-Wing's dead. X-Wing's dead. <laughs> I, I played back in first edition before the fixes. I played four tie bombers. <laughs> and we had like a store championship. And I was on the top tables of the last game against three tie phantoms. And I had him down. Was it like, like yeah, I think he had like two tie phantoms down to one whole point. You know, and I think I think I finally I think I finally got him down to like one and he dropped a bomb and I didn't expect it or so it was like it was something. It was but like I played these tie phantom or I played these uh, tie bombers against a lot of different stuff at the time. And I, you know, practiced a lot of these tie bombers against a buddy who would who knew the game but wasn't into the tournament thing. But like every week he, he would be he wouldn't mind playing me and I'd be like. I need to actually understand this list. And so I played against him and he crushed me. Like we'd play three rounds. I'm like, okay, that didn't work out. Let's rack and stack play again. You know? And he was like, and he just laughed. He's like this, this, you know, whatever, Jim, we, you, you know, this list crap. And then afterwards the tournament was like, how'd you do? I was like, Oh, I came that close to winning the whole thing. And he was like, what the hell? You know, I played against you and you know what's going on. I was like, yeah, cause I was work. I was learning. And, um, I mean, there was one point where, um, there was an outrider and I knew he was going to come behind. So I dropped bombs like four bombs and then <laughs> did like five K turns and I had target locks on him and he freaked his outrider went like right on top of all the bombs, like all bombs went off and hit him. And then all my guys were, were turned with target locks and lit him up. And I killed an outrider like straight up in one turn. And he was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> No, oh. <laughs> Jim, you said you had a story. Ah, it was it was the show. one about J-Bot. It was the one about oh, the okay. CR90 running. I wanted to run the CR90 at like in a game because no one ever wanted to run. It was in a standard game. Yeah. Everyone to play standard games. And, you know, that was it. And I I brought the CR90 and all my stuff. And I set up at the, at the convention at Mace. And uh, with the plastic table, and I flicked the paint, you know, yeah. ducked it down just to get the table to look like space. And I had so many players who had never played. I don't think anyone had ever played X-Wing before. And freaking people had a blast, even though they lost and, like, rammed their ship into the CR-90 and everything and blew to bits. They just laughed hysterically because it happened, you know, and it was the best. And that's where I met Jonathan, who was J-Bot. Now how did now how did Biff get into the mix? So Biff was like, "Hey guys, I I have been running stuff on my own, and I've got advice, and and uh, you know you should really try this stuff out. And hey, we've, we play tested this. What about this? And we're doing some. Uh, I'm doing a crazy casual tournament here, and and um and we had so basically it was Jonathan and I and. At, on the forums, there was this guy, because at the time there was this mission control, you could submit missions. There was one guy who always had, feeling his missions were rated better than me. And I was like, good damn it. And it was Phil. And <laughs> I reached out to him. And basically, like, Phil's missions were better than me. If you can't he, beat him, recruit him. Got him. <laughs> and his stuff was always better. And I was always trying. I was like, god damn it. And all the stuff was always, like, just better than me. 
in all the the events, in all the the rankings and downloads. He um, was so serious. Oh my god. Yes. When, when we were so so we're we're broadcasting at your tournament mm-hmm. at Gen yeah. Con. Yes. And Jonathan sits down to, to do a few rounds with me. And he's just very serious as he's talking about the different things that could be happening on the board very here. True, as you can yeah. see, he is advancing forward on a three slide. Now, he's thinking that this is going to happen over here. But I think, and, and, and I'm like, move to ship good? Yeah! Right? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, I went for like three hours with him in the broadcast. And, and I was just like, holy crow. And, but you turn off you know, in, in between. And he's just like joking and having a good time. And I'm like, this man takes his X-Wing shit really You mean serious. casual players are actually, you know, know the game? Well, he was serious. He's serious about it. And then, you know, Jim sits down next to me and, you know, unzips the bag and pulls out a freaking beer. Hey, buddy, let's have a drink! And then we started drinking. <laughs> That's how it starts. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're supposed to watch a game. What the hell happened? I don't know. Oh, well, you threw some dice. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, look at those other pretty red ones. Oh Jesus! Here's the thing. Uh, I I would play in the tournaments over in the big area, and I'm like two and one or three and zero, oh, and everyone's like, "What do you? Oh, I'm three and zero." Oh. They're like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "But I'm dropping." They're like, "Why? No, keep playing." I'm like, "No, I don't." Your games. I'm going down to the Shuttle Tidarium to play in there or Grim because that's X-wing to me. And and then I'd go down there, and I remember I only got to play one game, but I was the highest scoring player. <laughs> and then because I was playing Imperial, and then I was telling uh, my friend Steve, I was he was like, oh, I get to play in the last mission. I get to play the Raider, and I was like, okay, you got to do this and this, and don't do this, and blah, 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 blah. and I was like, but I gotta go. And he's like, wait, no, you have to stay. I'm like, no, I have to go. <laughs> He ended up losing, though. He's like, I've never flown Epic before. I'm like, I know. <laughs> no one plays yeah, Epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I played all the missions. and <laughs> So, I mean, that's the whole reason why I want to do it. And Robert 100% was on board to where we know that Epic is stuck in the middle. They don't have a 2.5. We don't know when they're getting a 2.5. They they have the mission packs and the Epic plays. They're working on it, Patrick. And those are great. They're, they're very, you know, good for learning the game. They've got some generic setups and some, some rules you can follow. But this is like, you love Star Wars. You love the passion. Yeah. It's got a, a story on every single page, a synopsis written out on what you're supposed to do. It's, oh, it's such a passion project. I'm glad we got to See, do it. And for me now, like competitive X-Wing, <laughs> I don't want to do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> just wave the hand like at all i do, no more see i, I want do. to i want to get back into it just to see the people again i, I miss you, like you have a blast you know what i'll show up at your there competitions you and i'll me, wave bring to me people beer, who know me bring me shots and don't care bring yeah, bring yeah. my opponent shots and <laughs> he okay so he's so sh- pardon me he's so hung over oh me oh I yeah forget was it it was gen con yes it was and He's so hungover, and he's got an early game, and he's 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 pasty white. He's he's like the color of of a of a tissue, and he just he just looks horrible. That was my first and match. So 
And he's like, God, I just, I just need some breakfast. I just need something to eat. And I was like, Patrick, don't worry about a thing. I was going to go get you something. <laughs> he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I got you covered. And man. coffee. Give me coffee. I, I go and I find him the perfect breakfast food for what he needed, which was basically Grease. pulled pork sandwich. Yes. <laughs> and I think. A yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and i lost that game because i we moved so many ships around because there was so much bumping and i was planning for it and my iden and bumping my, if you're yeah my, well my howl runner and my iden dial got switched and i didn't have a mark you used howl runner that was your mistake right no, there no no sir this was this was vengeance because everyone was saying oh the inquisitors are garbage no one should take the inquisitors is far too overpriced and so i took two inquisitors seventh sister and Hal Runner and Iden and I was I was cleaning house. <laughs> I was doing amazing. Yeah. It was so much right, fun. Right. And then I dropped to go play Orgrim. Um. <laughs> yeah. So he did, he did, you know so he's he's more the competitive player than I am. I I like the casually scenarios. competitive, sir. How dare you? I like I like yeah. the 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 Hotec, the the flight group alpha. I I think those are fun. You know, if I want to get a competitive game in, I'm going to play World of Tanks because I can still take out, you know, cards and put them on my table and play with them if I so choose to. I don't have to have a computer in order to play the game. You know, I'm a simple man. So I haven't I have not played, you know, since the pandemic, like since the, you know, the game stores shut down with the lockdown. And the thing I miss really is. The hot AC, not Hotak. It's hot AC. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, here's three cluster or, you know, the Imperial version of it. Flight Group um, Alpha, yeah. Yeah, Flight Group Alpha, which we were going through. And um those were like cooperative. Like and in fact when I was when I was playing the game um at at Gen Con with these guys and we were playing and I was like, you know what? And there's this there's a cooperative version of the game. It's so good. It's so much better because when you start playing with people, then like one person's winning constantly, and then like no one wants to play that person. It's no fun. It sucks. But like this is cooperative, cooperative X Wing. It is the height of X Wing. And I swear that stuff, either Hot AC or um Flight Group Alpha was just was just the best. And, and let's be realistic, it's more thematic. Yeah. It's more thematic, it's got more story. You have more fun because you're playing with your friends. Yeah. And you know, you're working together. To the game. Yeah. Well, not my group. My group was all about gaining their own experience, but we're not going to tell Oh them. my god, yes, they are. <laughs> so we did that. We went through all of of Hot AC, we went through all of Flight Group Alpha. Because we didn't just do like the flip the mission. We went through every single mission. Oh, from we pulled experience. Yeah, we pulled it. That's what we started. So doing. like, <laughs> you know, like if you got it, it was like you yourself got it. Yeah, it went to the pool and we divided it up. That's what we ended up doing. Uh, in, that in changed it drastic, drastically. Yeah, because then it was yeah, here. We, I'm going to do something so that, that we can get more XP. We, we we had to do that. We had to kind of like yeah, we're going to the tournament. People are like ha. Ah, yeah. I got six experience. Like you get shot down, but ah, but I got six experience. Like whatever, dude. Congratulations, you we know, failed the, the mission. We, we lost the mission because of you. I but, got five kills. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, we but, so yeah. Lost. Yeah. Are you dead? 
Yeah. Well, okay. You're useless. Oh, it's like when you play, if you, if you ever guys played anything like Battlefield 2042 or Battlefield whatever, and there's like the guy who's the sniper at the edge of the map is like, ah, I got 35 kills and only died three times. It's like, yeah, but you did all to actually win the game. We lost horribly. Oh, yeah. No, you I did. You sat on the hill and sniped the whole game. Rainbow Six uh, Siege, when I would play that, it is a 100% co- like group effort. If you don't do what you're supposed right. to do, the, the something's going to collapse and everything's going to fall apart. And then all of a sudden that guy's like, well, I got most kills. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't do call outs after you died. Every time you did, got a high kill count, we lost the round and you didn't do anything to help anybody except your kill count. Congratulations. We still right. lost. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. other than D and D Jim, what are you doing now? Um, crap. That's it. To be honest. Um, oh. like I haven't been to the game store in, like I bought paint like maybe six months ago. Like I've been printing out all sorts of like you know, three D printed you know bullshit for for D D. So I'm basically I've got I've got two games. I've got um, the in person game with my my kid and a bunch of neighborhood kids and one of the dad who's like my best friend and we um, you know we we played D D but. The school year just recently started. It's been a couple of weeks. We decided we we're going to make Friday sacrosanct, and you know, no one's going to do anything. And people are like, "Oh, I, I did. I got plans. Oh, I got COVID. Oh, I got. I'm touring college." And it's like, "Damn you, damn you with your life!" Because they're all about to graduate, most of them. And yeah. then, like, I got like this, this next year to like finish this campaign. Um, and then you can go back. But to I, the store. <laughs> I feel like I have done good. Like. I played D&D for years, like 40 years, you know, and I'm 50-something, so I played for a long time, and I, I know it's a good DM, so I know they're getting a good experience, and so um, I know that when they'll be spoiled when they go to college, and they're like, I want to play D&D, and they're like, this DM sucks. There's <laughs> oh. <laughs> nothing like the cool old guy in my neighborhood who played D&D. It'll be like, I remember we had to find like some hall in the basement of some dark building, and then that's where we had to do it because anywhere else was just not going to work. You can't do it in your room because the roommate would come in, and you can't do it in the cafeteria because it's too loud. But nowadays, it's Stranger Things changed everything. Yeah, now it's cool. Now, Now, now Now it's like everybody who like played secretly as a kid. Is an adult, and then Stranger Things came out, and all the kids want to do it, and so it's it's nuts. It's like everyone's like D and D, it's so awesome. But my daughter it's like, loves it. Not D and D. It's funny because it's just... like back in the eighties and nineties, it was like it's antisocial. You sit in the basement with a few people instead of going outside. It's not cool. And now it's like you sit at a table without electronic devices, talking to six other people. You know, it's a Beautiful social thing and no devices. Yeah, the devil. Like you went from worshiping Satan to it being a mainstream game. Yeah. It gets kids to read and use their imagination and extend their thoughts and push the limits of what's within the pages to be like, hey, could I – I can summon water, right? Yeah. Could I summon water in that dude's lungs right there six times and drown him? Yeah, let's roll. <laughs> I'm a the D and D, it's like a a dais. A what the platform by the you know? Oh yeah, like my vocabulary improved. I got decent at math for like basic atoms attracting division, etc. Like it was a good thing. So 
Oh, um, so I do D and D for my for um for my kid and the neighborhood kids who are all mostly seniors and one of the dad. And then Thursday nights, slowly everybody filtered out, but I still have online. Now it's like a bunch of friends from high school and, and college. Uh, we play D and D, and it's it's pretty well. So uh, we're having fun. and my neighbors. So some like like my neighbors like. I love my neighborhood. Some people are like, oh, I want to live in a farm with like 20 miles with no per people. I'm like, oh, that sounds f-ing horrible because <laughs> I like, me. you know, and like I got all my all my like nerdy guys and I've turned them on, like turned up their nerdness. They're like you know, a bunch of these guys who are like one of my neighbors moved in and he's like, oh, I used to play like Traveler and Dungeons and Dragons 40 years ago. And I'm like, hell yeah. I was like. It may take a few months, but I got you. That's when you whip out. But your I will tap. get you back on the crack pipe. The first right. one's free. The first one's free. <laughs> and I got a bunch of these guys. Either like some of them like never played, you know. But like, like, but I'm like their one guy friends because like all the other males they know go to the same church and etc. And I don't go to church, but- and they can talk to me about like. That that mom at the pool, hell yeah! And like, I'm not gonna condemn them or whatever. And so I'm like their one bad guy, <laughs> their one guy friend that they could be a true guy because like they work from home, like I work from home, but like we can actually get together and like just be stupid about whatever and not be judged. Exactly. So which is which is why Patrick and I are not allowed to get together all that often. No, um, not allowed. That would be bad i am happily married and will never do anything to to judge you know interrupt that except maybe drink too much and play too many games yeah that's the problem it's too many games that's my oh jesus that is my yeah there's only so many times like i could be at a strip club honey works no but that's it's it's worse because then you're like at one point my wife's like i'd rather you go to a strip club because you being gone for eight hours in one day, what are you doing? What are you playing? X-Wing? What is that? That's stupid. It's a wasted money and time. Go until play, go play her, golf. <laughs> until we proved her wrong. Well, yeah, we just had to, you know, start a company and invest tons of money and, and see a return of like $10. Ha <laughs> Showed her. <laughs> it's like that thing I sent you where it was like uh, wargaming. It's like, you know... Yeah. What people think I do and what my mother thinks I do is like play little toy soldiers. But my wife thinks I do throw money, money. down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what other war gamers see me do and like what I feel like I'm doing is some great Napoleon thing. And it's like what I'm really doing is like reading a rule book yeah, at the table. So, yeah, and and the, the cool thing for like for me at least <clears throat> is like my wife has a scrapbooking card making hobby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Here's the kid. Hello, kid. Hello. How's it going? Wait. <laughs> Do you like the D&D campaign? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I enjoy it. Absolutely. I, Am I a good DM? Yeah, you're a really good DM. So, yeah, From but my, he has to say that by law. <laughs> see, I haven't not seen because he's my dad. It's not because he's my dad. See, I haven't seen him since three years ago. Ah, yeah. At Gen Con. He was like, oh, knee high to grasshopper. In fact, I think I made him push me places. Probably. In the wheelchair. Yeah, I did. I think so. And four yeah. years before that, he sat, he sat in your lap because he thought you were Santa. Yeah. 
This kid just came All and right. sat on my lap and started telling me what he wanted for Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> I love you. Good night. So he would always take all my old uh, German stuff and play with him with a buddy, and the buddy would always break the stuff. Always, somebody's like, "Oh, I'm a little missile racks. I need to reglue them." And oh, my little turret snapped. My son's not allowed in this room. <laughs> he yeah. just breaks yeah. everything. <laughs> Actually, that kid's good. Doesn't break things. It's his my daughter. Friend. Great. I can give her stuff. She won't break. My son. He will literally just say, hey, this bends. I wonder how far I can bend it. Oh, I guess that's how far oh. I can bend it. <laughs> oh, he's scientific. He's, a, he's an all. engineer. He's an engineer yeah, in training. Huh? How old? Uh, six. Oh, yeah, that age. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's just holding a toy, looking at it, and then just smash. I'm like, what? No. What was that process that got you to that? What the? Why? I wanted to see how many pieces it would get into. He just looks at him and goes, I wonder what would happen if I threw it against the ground and smashed it. Eh. And then smash. Yep. And then, can I go get another? No. Absolutely. But why? What? You'll break well, I'll that. tell you, girls will hit their hard point in middle school. Guys, not until high school. So, yeah. Ugh. so yeah. like, guys are like, the destruction, the damage, the terror. Oh, your little angel. Then she hits middle school. You're like, what the? going on is the exorcist why aren't you like him yeah yeah nope that's yeah no See, yeah yeah no yeah uh-huh <laughs> yeah. my <laughs> my uh my daughter's in college and you know now now there's no time for me whatsoever unless money is involved of course yeah. like gas and stuff right then i'm daddy uh, other times, you know, father, or, you know, yeah, yeah. And then I got Lyle still here. He's 17. He's a senior. He's like yours, you know, and he's going to school. Then he's going to work and then he's coming home and he's going to bed because he's, he's gone for, you know, 13 hours out of the day already. And he's leaving for the Navy in like June, July. Yeah. And he's gone. And then it's going to be. My wife and I home alone together at the same You're time. Mark Tippett. Oh my God, Mark Tippett. I could get yeah. so much painting done. No, my, no, so you can't. We've we've tried like doing stuff with with our friend Mark, and every time he goes, oh, I can't. My f-ing wife has me gardening tomorrow for heart attacks, and she's got me out in a hundred degree weather gardening. What is this bullshit? So he took up a sub position at a high school just so he didn't have to stay home with his wife. <laughs> My wife took up a position at the high school, so she she gets pulled away at times. I I I work from home now. Yep. And I do IT work for the government, which has like slowed down my workload so much. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I work from home one hundred percent. So does Robert actually. He works from yeah. home. Yeah, I run I run the token company from here. Yep. Yep. And I take phone calls from this computer over here, which is right next to this computer. Berto made a bunch of epic tokens for us that are like Yeah, I still make them. Huge. They're awesome. I love those. We would use those. We I'd pull them out of like tournaments and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would pull out like I would put the focus token down on the table for my Tie Fighter, and people would just lose their shit. It was like, yeah, whatever. It's a focus token. Yeah, Jim, like, I can make a super epic one. Yeah, that we can, I can make, make three a inch three inch token. <laughs> oh, I have one of those too. Three freaking inches. I had them that were that big. No, you didn't. You had the two point two five inch tokens. Oh. Yeah. Pardon, Louis. That's French. That's that one. That's the three incher. Yeah, <laughs> it's about the same Those size. Were... It's about the same size as this coaster. Oh, I love that coaster. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see the the? Um, so somebody was. I see starting, it in the background. They were starting a wood business, like a wood print business, where they were like laser cutting wood and dyeing yeah. it and all. And they sent us a bunch of stuff. We totally shilled them. And, um, you know, I gave one out to everybody. It was like Gen Con. Everybody got their one. And that was the one I got. I, I kept that one because the show to do. I, I won this have... at Gen Con recently. <laughs> I got that at Gen Con. I got one of those. Yeah. You, now, you got you, it the same than, group I did. <laughs> other than this, the sign in the background, do you have do you have anything left over from Tidarium? Like. Yeah, like uh, my laptop has a bunch, like the Ewok, Yubdub, and yeah. I got the Ethereum sticker, and I got a, oh, I got a Gonk Squadron from uh, the guys in Canada. Gonk. Oh my God, that the PTO, PTL, push the uh, uh, the prototype Toronto League PTL. No, push the limit. No, and I got all my stuff in bags. I got it in the garage. Mine's so I can like stable. pull out, you know, and do stuff. But I haven't pulled it out in forever. Um, God. Deepers. Yeah. So oh, I got see. I got a crank cup poster. Yeah, that's happening soon. Okay. Uh, where is it? Oh. Yeah, crank cup four. Yeah. I don't even know what crate cup we're up to. I don't know. That was the most prestigious tournament in the world. Crate cup four. Yeah, cup <laughs> Those guys were funny. I, one of them I actually used to play um, Warhammer with when I lived back in the Raleigh area. Oh, Craig Cup five. Uh, oh, damn, we're not that far apart. I guess the pandemic, but uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do bad at the last one. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about it too. And then like Sarah had to be on the uh, one of the persons that was playing Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh. So yeah, we stuck one of our guys, and it was just like uh, you know they didn't know how to play, and we lost horribly, but. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, uh, what was his last name? Not Seuss. He was a he was a really good player, super nice guy. He really wanted me to play in, in his team, and um, I did. I did actually pretty well, except one game. We were late from lunch, and I needed to get my pain meds refilled because I was out of like because I got a bad ankle. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, like, Seven ankle surgeries, blah, 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 you know, and I needed, I'm standing a lot. I needed damn pain meds. And like, I, I rushed to the pharmacist and I rushed back. I was like, ah, such, like, if I had not been so frazzled, I would have freaking reamed this list. And he admitted it, but, um, but I, I didn't. So. <laughs> but I didn't. No, I, I bumped myself is what happened. Well, now if you do that, you might suffer damage for it. Oh yeah, that's the new rules in two point five. If you bump yourself, you roll to see if you suffer damage, and you don't get. An oh my god, bumping so even cooler. Oh no! <laughs> so now, if you uh, if you uh, if you bump your opponent, you get a focus for, or you get a, basically a red focus or stress. So you can't. Yeah, it's not you crash yeah, into that's each okay, other. Okay, though. 
Like I would sacrifice one schmuck out there, and his entire list would go bump, 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 bump and like Keystone Cops, and then he would be in a big freaking pile, bumped up against one of my schmucks, and I would be all tokened up, and he would have his entire list not tokened up, and I'd be like, do 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 do, and I'd freaking rip him apart. Yeah. No one flies in formations anymore, though. Uh, well, because it's now scenario play to where there's scenarios all over the map and you got to divide your forces and do all that nonsense it's actually pretty cool I, I can deal with that so so i i like the scenarios i like the new rules i love um the list building aspect of it because it feels like hot ac you're just like loading a ship with as many upgrades as you possibly can fit um and then figuring out a list from there but the problem is, is I can't find people local to me. I'm going to try to start going to my local gaming store and just bringing my stuff and playtesting the missions that I have behind me. And then if somebody comes over and says, what is this? I'll go, oh, this is X-Wing. Would you like to participate? Getting someone who doesn't own anything to play Hot AC is easier than, than playing a standard game. And also, mm -hmm. I... I appreciate you calling it Hot AC because I heard you call it Hotec. I before. do. I call it Hotec. I changed it. <laughs> I, I'm from the South where it's fucking hot and you need your AC <laughs> all the time. So Hot AC, like we like October. You never know if if Halloween's going to be like you're wearing shorts or you're wearing a jacket. Let's see, okay, I, you're obviously in the South because here in the North climates. You're just in shorts until late yeah. January when it gets cold. True. Well, I'm from New York, and like I'm you. No, people wear shorts because they don't mind the temperatures being what it is. Down here, it's like when it's still ninety in October. That's bad. That's bad. It like well, it's probably gonna be ninety up here in October, which is worse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So overall. Um, yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Oh, we got lots of content. <laughs> well, I think we have gone as far as we can go with <laughs> two with hours in. Usually we're yeah. an hour and further than any X Wing podcast has gone before. Exactly. Jim, I can't thank you enough for coming back on to the show with us. I mean, you were crazy enough to do it once before, and obviously you are insane enough to do it a second oh, time. We'll get him playtesting. I mean, even though I'm not played in two years. So. We'll get you playing. The next mission pack that we do, we'll have to, because I'm going to do, I think, three missions, and then I'm going to jump you know, into Epic until again. Until the kid's gone from, you know, to college, I don't know. Oh, no. but, uh, I just, appreciate your listen, endeavor. It'll be, I'll be Jim. Just join us. You don't have to play. Just watch. Just watch us. And then it's like, hey, Jim. Yeah. Just say uh, if you here, take a ship real quick. Yeah, watching. I'm usually gonna be down in the, you know the sofa with the missus watching TV at this time of night. Oh, you, this, so. Nowadays, you just do it on your phone. You open Discord. You go bloop, and then you just watch. And then you put the earbud in this ear, and then you listen to this ear. Yeah, huh? Yeah, honey. Oh yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll have the phone. It'll, it'll be more like to you. I'll be like, yeah, sure. I was on the Discord. Didn't you yeah. see me log in? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah. No, it's been great having you on, Jim. And, um, you know, uh, at, at some point, you know, if we can get Biff and you on at the same time, that would be cool. And then, you know, let's then get J-Bot. Get let's J -Bot. get the other guys. Oh, J-Bot's the, the crown jewel. He's so damn funny and he's so charismatic he's hysterical like biff 
was amazing because you could get him laughing for no reason. Like, yeah. and he would just start getting going. And like, you, you sounded like a freaking Vegas comedian. If Biff was there to like, just to listen to you. Cause he would die laughing. He was, a, he made you feel like a star. It was amazing. <laughs> and he was, and he freaking like was amazing and organized and had all his shit together. And then there was Phil. <laughs> Phil, Phil had his stuff together and he was very to the T's. Part of the problem is, it's like when we were troubleshooting, like we were doing missions, like, well, of course with this mission, I played it where these guys always take tie interceptors for the speed. It's like, yeah, but then when we went to the tournament and nobody took tie interceptors for that part, he's like, I don't know why they didn't because the speed is really like, – <laughs> because they aren't a genius like you and didn't see it and they took what they wanted to take and then they totally had no chance because you designed it in case they took Corvettes with miniguns. Exactly. Yeah. And so, oh, that was – yeah, I don't know – we don't know 100% what's going to happen if you sit still with – the CR ninety on the refueling mission. <laughs> I just know we I don't we play tested it. You you're gonna have to have a if that's your plan. You're gonna have to have a list that can make up for it, um, or you can do what Robert do and just barrel towards the. I, I one time you did go right. You're like I'm going right this turn, and then I'm just gonna keep going straight. And you you made it off the board on that one too. Um, yeah, but it was like fifty. I'm good 50, at running though. away. You're very good at running away. With that CR90. So you have to take that into consideration. But again, it's just like that when you go, well, why didn't they just do a five straight, five straight, five straight, five straight, five straight the whole game? And it's like, because people don't think like that. <laughs> they want, they, they, they really want to, you And know. in order to stop that, we kept pulling it further back, 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 back. Yeah. Well, that, that was another problem to where we didn't know when to end one of the missions because it was supposed to be end by, I forget what the, first edition was it was like end by round six i'm like there's no way people are going to get off uh that fast a that means they like if they do a one straight or they try to sit at the refueling station for a turn they've already lost it's over so i'm like all right let's make it off that fast this is not an hbo show yeah i was like all right let's make it turn 10 and it it was like oh no because if they don't start moving by then they're not gonna get i'm like all right turn eight let's try that boom that was like the sweet spot turn eight yep and that it was, was it was short enough yet long enough at the same time it was just a really good timing window oh yeah the, Even, the 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 first mission that we did from the core set the the shuttle size has changed because the shuttle used to be like a two uh speed length now it's the, yeah. the square ones so it was like okay the the shuttle is going to be able to do like uh I think a two straight and one banks. So I tried that. I was like, no, that shuttle's never going to make it off. So let's make it a three straight and two banks instead. That of course worked well. Uh, And then you just like, those are things that you run into when you design these things. And it's just funny (laughs) because you don't think about them until you run across. Like, and it's, and it's funny because it's like in those particular missions, um, you could, you could make a list that can work for a general opponent but then you probably have like that guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he loves K wings, or he loves it is like that guy, and you have to play the mission for that guy because he's gonna throw in that whatever the hell it is that he loves. That's so annoying. Oh yeah, that's I do like it. The fact it gives you some things to include, but then lets you start to list build as it goes on, so you can start to you know feather out what you like. 
rather than the game telling you what to take. But still, there are times yeah. to where the game needs to tell you what to take because people will do things that are horrible. <laughs> or they'll do them so well that it's just, like, not even fair. And you're like, yeah, no, no, you you can't, no. <laughs> you have to take the bombers. Can I put anything on them? No. <laughs> they get concussion bombs and that is it. What about munitions? Yeah, no. no. I, can, I, can, I can work with that. Exactly. I can work with that. <laughs> I like that. I'm like, I, I'm like, okay, what are my parameters? I can make this work. Exactly. I can make this work. Okay. Oh, there's one more point that I will make that people are going to learn the hard way. When you switch to a 3x5 or a 3x6 mat, don't <laughs> expect to make it across the board in that match. If you start in one corner and you're like, I'm going to sneak behind the CR90, no, you will not. You'll never make it to the CR90. 3x6 is so much bigger than what you're used to when you're going yeah, yeah. long ways. Because oh, we did, I did a mission, um, was it with Jim Bob? I think it was with Jim Bob, to where we were actually on the mat size of, uh, it wasn't an ISD, it was the one with, like, I think the shields on it. Um, and I did, I was like, don't worry guys, I'll get there, I'll do a four straight boost and I'll get there. And I was like, the mat is this big, so I just go like, four straight boost. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I, I'm like, oh, this is... How big is this mat again? He goes, oh, this is like a seven by six. I'm like, oh, that's why I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> right, because I'm used to this shit. I'm used to playing in these big crazy maps where it's just like, you know, eight by four or whatever, you know, eight by six. Yeah. Just to kind of like, oh, these big Warhammer boards, we slap shit down. And we played the um, um, the Tide Punisher mission because Tide Punisher, Jason loved Tide Punishers. Yes, but, does. you know, they were so bad in the meta and etc. I designed, like, but they're, what are they designed for? Like, these big, heavy fucking bombers loaded with ordnance to blow crap up. So I designed a mission that was all about this, like, pirate base that, you know, they could maybe put a Gazanti and some TIE fighters or something. But it was all up to, like, the, the you know, the type punishers to clear these mines and clear out the pirates and go use all its goddamn ordnance, you know, on the base and, and stuff and blow it to hell. And it was a it was a fun mission. And even if it ended up being nothing but like waves to throw out the type punisher to chew it up, he loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it was just worth it because it's like, yes, this is the type punishers, you know, meta. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Oh. All right, we could keep going. I know we could, but no, I can't. <laughs> we have to I wrap it up. <laughs> I know. Oh, Jim, thank you so much for coming on. We're definitely gonna have you again. Uh, yep. Robert, as yeah. always. <laughs> You'll probably be like whatever. Get rid of this guy. Absolutely. You talk too much. I, the thing, I wish we could have everybody on. Like Sean Tiernan, I wish we could have him on every episode. You and Biff, uh, our friend Joseph, our friend Chuck, our friend Rich um uh, even like other guests that we've had on like even do you do you and tyler Tippett, like have them on just to talk nonsense like this do you i whenever whenever he would complain i was like he's speaking to my language you know <laughs> he's speaking to my language eh? you're my language i like it i like a do you and i he he um you know i i loved when i listened to him and he was like this is so dumb and i'm like Ah, I feel the hatred. Yes. <laughs> it was great. So I love Dion and, and those guys. They like they had us on and we talked about our bullshit. We were doing a Gen Con and stuff. And um I had a great time with them. They were super cool. Oh, awesome. Uh, you know, there's I a lot of like I love it. 
I can't. But there's a lot of tournament people who hated our podcast, though. So of course you did because yeah. you didn't talk like everyone else, which is X, Y, and Z. And then you go to the other I podcast. Got all, uh, salty about talking shit about tournaments too. So but, yeah. you know, that was all fun of games. It's like how many times did they talk shit about casuals, but they just weren't in a podcast? You know how many times? When every I think 100 percent of the time when someone says epic and goes epic, does anyone play that? It's probably like uh, Armada, and I'm just like. It's the same joke on every single podcast. It's like, oh, well, the yeah, four yeah. People, you, if you show up to a Armada tournament, you're going to make the cut. <laughs> like, it's the same oh, every oh. time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like I say, now that Armada has more people playing than them. Ah. Um, <laughs> All right. I have to hit the head, yes. so it's definitely going to be my time All to right. say goodbye. Thank you, everyone. Usually right. we do our spiel, but we're just going to cut it here and say thank you for or listening. Have a good one. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Shuttle to Darien podcast. Yeah. Please. Blah, blah, blah. What was it? Please fly responsibly? What was it? Fly class, <laughs> I don't fly remember casual. Point, we do though. play casual. Play casual, everybody. Yeah. Robert, do your <laughs> see ya. See ya. Later.